He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Welcome back to Hack City. Joe DeLeo and Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. We're moving on to another college football conference preview. We're doing another G5 conference. That being the Mountain West. Let's see how much information we can get wrong today, Sean. So, by the way, Sean, I was really entertained by the fact that we've managed to be discovered by another fan base, and it, it never fails. There is, there's always a large grouping of those fans that like the show, and then there's always the ones that come out of the woodwork with the the same comment over and over again. A lot of bickering, <laughs> not enough analysis, a lot of name mispronunciations. I'm just glad that we're touching as many different. Uh, fan bases as possible and we managed to do it with a former fcs program now current strong uh g5 program in liberty but goobus flubus put us put us uh, yes. in a place yeah uh two goobus flubus um turn this on for a cusa preview just listen to a bunch of bickering instead you know who else bickered <laughs> mike and the mad dog that's who we are we're Mike and the Mad Dog. We're not Mike and the yes, Mad we Dog. Are. N- neither of us have good enough of a voice, good enough of a sports memory. Uh, th- we we have none of the the attributes to bring to the table to be Mike and the Mad Dog. <laughs> My sports memory, uh, uh, it, it it ends at Joe DeLeon highlights and personal yeah. highlights in college <laughs> and his penalties. That's where my sports memory goes. When they, yeah. when someone asks me to, to to name a sports memory, Joe DeLeon, uh, unnecessary roughness and unsportsmanlike conducts. That's where I go. All right. All right. Well, that's. And I'm sure you go re- to Sean Anderson holding penalties. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I remember all five snaps that you took <laughs> oh, in your four year career. Sure. So, yeah. I like how I the number keeps on diminishing the more we bring it up. I, oh, it'll, it'll be down to three by the <laughs> next time that we. <laughs> it's the worst. It's the worst. <laughs> um, so, I did want to bring this up. We did tweet about it. The next show that we're going to do, or not the next show, we're going to start bringing back the mailbag. For those who remember, last summer we did a weekly mailbag throughout the entirety of the summer. The only difference is this cycle around because our subscriber base is a lot larger. Uh, We want to do these as live shows. We were going to do it last Thursday. I canceled last second on Sean. Sean, by the way, as as karma, I I spent the the next three nights in a row on the toilet. So I I think that it was... You know what? Immediately after canceling on you. I overreacted. And I will will say overreacted. I was very excited. No, you, you... you didn't. You didn't. I was being a little soft, and then I got uh, the karma came so to me because yeah. My, so what was the? You asked me if I had a stomach bug, and then you. I did not personally. I, yes. I ate a bunch of pistachios uh, one night, and that left me in a bit of turmoil the next morning. But not as bad as it seemed like you were faring. Yeah, I'm not going to get into any details, but I I'm want still, you to. Uh, I no, want to hear all no, the dirty details. No, no. I mean, I could stand up and give the details into the microphone, <laughs> no, but we'd, oh we'd have to cancel the rest of the show. Uh, we are going to be doing the mailbag, though, every Thursday. I think the plan is to go 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 Pacific time. We're going to go for hour, hour and a half. Send in your questions ahead of time. Sean already pulled for some. I'm going to pull for some throughout the week. Uh, I mean, you can also DM Sean or I or both of us at the same time. I know Jamie, I know uh, Chad, Colin, uh, Brendan, all those guys are going to definitely send us a million questions. But outside of those guys, we would love some of our other listeners, some that we maybe don't even know, at Joe DeLeon, at Sanderson Radio, 
some of the non-regulars. We'd love to make some new friends. You know, but the it's always good to hear from rack of tits. Uh, but we, we, I, I <laughs> oh like, my god, his question, his question that he sent. Oh my, it, it, I were, I'm not even going to read that. That what? I think we have to. <laughs> I, I I'm very I have a very strong answer on that that you will not uh, expect. Uh, I. One thing I will say about Rack of Tits sixty nine. Oh, I forgot he's sixty nine. He's me. He's really on brand with the name. Like, dude, he gets it. He get he knows what he's doing, and I applaud him for that. I absolutely applaud him. <laughs> it's a terrible for, bit, but he's committing to it. Into it. Does that mean we <laughs> applaud him because he's he's committing to a terrible bit? Uh, yeah, because I think that requires some level of commitment and uh, discipline. To, to stick with it, you know, that it requires some, he, he deserves to be commended to some extent. I, I think, think so. he's a dirty old man and he's on social media <laughs> and he's letting it fly. Just like we thought, um, J.A. Campbell was 40. I'm willing to bet Rack of Tits is 25 years old. <laughs> Dude, I'm willing that would to be bet. upset of the year. Uh, okay. All right. That's going to be the first thing that we do is we're going to find that out on the next mailbag. So send in your questions. Before we continue on with this video, I just want to tell you folks about an exciting new partnership that we have with this channel with Underdog Fantasy. Ever since I joined, I've been having so much fun. There are so many different exciting games that make watching games during the offseason more exciting. I'm not the biggest basketball fan, but it has made it way more entertaining since I found Underdog Fantasy. And my favorite game to play so far, which I think you should try out, is Pick'em. It is so easy to play. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite player stats you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to fill out your pick'em slip, get every pick right, and take home some cold, hard cash. Use code HACK, H-A-C-K, HACK, like the name of this channel. Use code HACK to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Go sign up. You won't regret it. You're going to have a blast. Check out Underdog Fantasy. I also want to tell you folks about our other reoccurring sponsor that we have on this channel, that being BetOnline, BetOnline.ag, which has all the updated odds, news, and anything for sports betting. It's my go-to source for when I want to be betting specifically on games. I love betting on college basketball or the NBA, uh, especially, again, during the offseason. Always looking for more fun ways to be uh, focused in on some of these other sports. It's BetOnline.ag and use promo code BELIEVE50. Promo code believe fifty to get fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. So, Sean, the five teams that I picked that uh, we need to highlight today: Boise State, Air Force, Wyoming, Fresno State, and San Jose State. Now, there, there's some talent at some of the other programs, like Utah State has some guys, but these are the ones who I think have the most potential to do damage. We're going to talk about how a couple of these are going to be losing some talent because of seniors overall there were a, a bunch of these teams were very heavily impacted by uh, just graduations alone the whole all-conference team first and second team from last year was pretty much senior heavy there were not a lot of underclassmen guys I want to kick us off with Boise State though and I think we should direct our attention to Boise State significantly very similar to what we talked about with Western Kentucky last week Sean they are the team coming back with the firepower and I point out the two offensive weapons they bring back, one being a guy who's brought up as a sleeper player in the, the college football landscape because he is 
pretty freaking talented. I'm talking about Taylor Green, sure. the quarterback uh, for Boise State. And then their running back, George Haloni, strong runner. He was one of the top rushers in the Mountain West this past year. Again, my attention is very focused on Green, though. I Tall, can, yeah. six foot six, 230 pounds, massive kid, pretty good arm, fantastic athlete. And as we all know, I oohed an odd over Anthony Richardson. You can bet your ass that when I pulled up these highlights, I wasn't geeked up. I could see why. Uh, I'm starting to figure out the Joe DeLeon prototype player. Um, and that's fine. I think Taylor Green is very solid. I think he's uh, uh, he 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 is disciplined. Uh, the plays that he makes uh, at times are inhuman and very impressive. Uh, I, I think that he is. Uh, I think he's a very solid college quarterback. Boise State, interesting this year. Opening with Washington, that'll be the test. They're probably going to yeah. get carved up because uh, Washington's returning a, a pretty solid player at quarterback as well. Uh, well, they're also they're also returning. I tweeted this clip. I need you to watch it later. Braylon Trice, their defensive end. That dude is a monster. Yeah, I don't. I don't see anyone on Boise State who's who's blocking him. They, uh, um, it's unlikely that they will. Uh, Washington will be fun, but for Boise State, yeah, they um they rolled a little bit last year. Uh, George Halani, and you know what? I know I'm gonna get. Uh, I'll get crap for this. Uh, his glide is a little Antonio Gibson esque, and maybe that's just because he wears 24 and Gibson wears 24. A lot of people do that. Uh, you see the same number. You make that comp immediately, uh, but it looks similar. Uh, there's an 80-yard screen pass that Antonio Gibson caught against the Buffalo Bills, mm. and his pacing of his feet and legs and his natural glide, I saw that, and I said, okay, I'm going to remember that because that's an important play. Uh, I saw uh, George Halani, and I saw some of his plays. I said, why is that familiar? Who does this? Who does it look like? That it, Antonio Gibson is what he looks like, and he's a smart runner, great vision, Really like his vision. His head, uh, it's always stable, but you can tell his he's always looking at the field. It, 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 dude, it, it's the little things. He's a, a very good at the little things. Uh, so Boise State has two really good players uh, to center the offense around for sure. Yeah, stable players to, to focus around the offense here. But as you said, you are getting familiar with my prototype for players and especially quarterbacks that I love. Look, I'm going to make the statement. I talked a lot about Austin Reed last week. You crapped on me. You tried to crap on me unjustifiably and without proper evidence. I'm going to do that here. I'm pounding the table for my guy. I think that Taylor Green is going to be the best player offensively in this conference and will finish the year as one of the best G5 quarterbacks. The dude is a freakish athlete. And Look, I'm going to put this out there. This is a younger guy. I believe he's he's going to be a redshirt sophomore off the top of my head this upcoming season. Maybe I'm misremembering that because he was the the freshman or newcomer of the year award last year where he got put on my radar. I, I really think that this guy has every capability to maybe hop in the portal and get pulled up to a, a Power 5 program because he checks every, bo every box. Just like Austin Reed was pursued by teams like Florida, if he takes, takes a progression from – just being this raw, explosive athlete to I'm going to be the best guy in the conference. I'm going to dominate and take over games. He could be a, a power five player and then continue to progress. The one thing that is a little tough with him is that his arms are super long, not to get yes. too into the weeds with the, the prototyping of quarterbacks. When you've got these guys with long arms, it leads to an elongated release 
And sometimes that can lead to some technical issues, some accuracy issues. It leads to the ball getting knocked out uh, from time to time. I, I think he can work on that because he's a good athlete. But that's just one thing that stands out to me about him. Man, when he takes off on a on a long touchdown run or just a long run in the open field, give me yeah. it, it's shades of Terrell Pryor. That's what I'm getting, and it, it just it. I'm not saying Heisman Terrell Pryor, you know, candidate, but, right? But just the way that he he's moving and commanding the field and staying open and outrunning people, it's impressive. I will be impressed by him. Uh, I don't think that your statements about him being a top. Uh, performer or the best offensive player in this conference this year. I don't think that's outlandish. I don't. I was, oh, look at that. You agree with me for once. Oh, was, look at that. It's uh, a shocker. You know what? I'd, I thought you were going to be crazier, uh, but you're not. He has uh, the blueprint. Crazier and get, get the. Okay, go ahead. He Sorry. has the blueprint okay. to be that. Uh, and okay. I think Boise State is, is solid enough and they have enough. They have enough players and they have enough good recruiting for the Mountain West. They do. So you can perennial perennially, annually, whichever word works better, be good enough to compete every single year. That's good. They have the resources and they have uh, some real talent this year. By the way, one thing that doesn't really make sense to me is uh, Brandon Walker was like doing like a segment on his show, like which fan bases are like, no, I don't know if it was fan bases. He The quote he said was that he thought that Boise State had fallen off. And I don't really agree with that i i understand that they reached like this crazy peak where they were like a top 10 program at one point but for them to be 10 and 4 and to win the conference like that's pretty significant to be where they are i, I think they take this next step though with with green as their quarterback because they, they don't get guys like this they just don't i think if, if for that it is uh is this a I think UCF might have fallen off more if we're doing a, a historical right. fall off. And I'm thinking of, oh, who's the flash in the pan? And, and it, it, you know what? Good for them. If you could fall off for being having those seasons back to back, congratulations, you're able to do it. But if mm -hmm. that's strictly the conversation, then that's just top of mind who I would say. And Boise State and uh, UCF, I think, play this year also. So that'll be fun. Oh, that would be fun. They also play right. Memphis. Uh, Boise State plays Memphis. Yeah, they're all over. That's the a play. winnable. That, that's a winnable game. Yeah, for, I would for say Boise so. State. I'm, I'm giving them that one. Uh, I always love talking about service academies, as we have spent actually a strange amount of time talking about on this program. Back when it was just the FCS football podcast, and we talked a lot about the Citadel and VMI, and now we're here talking about Air Force, who was ten and three last year. I didn't know this until recently, because I was doing a lot of digging on running backs. Uh, but they had one of the top leading rushers in the country with Brad Roberts last year. Now, I knew Brad Roberts was a good player and statistically was good, but there weren't a lot of statistically dominant running backs. Brad Roberts was one of those guys. He is no longer on this, this team anymore. So there needs to be somebody else to step up in that backfield. I'm sure there's some other brick-headed individual that's Jeez. going to step up and well that's not no brickhead is different than jarhead by the way did you mean to the, say jarhead for a service i didn't mean academy? to say jarhead i say that here? as a compliment if you're a running back and you're what just there? you're just meathead full steam ahead that's what i want for my service academy running backs it's exactly what i want okay you can want that I, it just almost seemed <laughs> you gotta steer around. look i think and this is what i was gonna say I think uh, you can go to any service academy and put anybody at running back. Every, every the military members are built that's like kind of what I was getting at. Big shoulders, yeah, strong legs, fire. good core. You know, they, they, they 
always carrying a, a what were they called? What did Flem call it? the big the big backpacks? But I know they had a really they there's rucksack rucks. Yes, the the terms. So they're all. I, I think I think they're all running backs. Uh, so finding a replacement that can read the holes, go ahead. I don't think that will be that difficult. Even though I mean, I don't know. Running back is so weird. You, you think you have a really good running back, and then the next year he's not as good, or you try to replace him and you find someone better. It's it's always a toss up when I for running backs for me. Right. So they do have to find that replacement. And I think that as you're mentioning here for service academies, they're going to find somebody. Of course, there's always somebody in the wings. It's always not like a difficult task to find somebody because they're running an (laughs) offense. Wait, what? Me using the word wings. You were close to, you were close to punning it up there. You were really close to hacking it up. I realize that. And the offense that they run sets up them schematically to produce with somebody that maybe is not as athletically gifted as like a five-star running back. But what makes this team good and what excites me for next year is that statistically they were one of the best defenses in the country, in the country. They only allowed 95 rushing yards per game and 159 passing yards per game. And they're returning three of their top players, three key important players. They didn't lose a whole lot on the defensive side of the football. So I say to those that doubt the service academies and one that is as well coached as this one, go ahead. Find a replacement for Brad Roberts, but good luck getting past Trey Taylor and guys like TD Blackman on the defensive side of the football. Yeah, the uh, I, I think Trey Taylor has a great frame. Uh, I think um, here we go, Peyton uh, Zrodic. Uh, I think there we go. <laughs> I, I think he uh, he has a very mean swim move on the interior. Uh, impressive speed. Uh, it will cross your face, and you better not let him cross your face because it's going to be internal pressure very quickly. Uh, so they have players, and mm. you know what? It, 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 they fly around. Ooh, ooh, ooh. They, <laughs> uh, All right, we got to. We just got to know that they're going to come. They just got to know that they're going to come. They, uh, oh. <laughs> oh, I can't say swarm. I can't. What do I? What do I say? They're they're like missiles. <laughs> oh, we got to get off. Ballistic. This team. We got. There's a lot of firepower, dude. We got to get off this team. We got. All right, all right. Just wrap, 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 wrap your final thoughts. Here. Uh, it's fun to see Air Force be good in the Mountain West. It just is. Yeah. I don't know why. It's a little bit. It's a little bit sicko to to like for the service academies to be uh to be really competitive, but it, it is. Uh, it, it's fun. Go ahead. It, just because it's impressive, you know, you're you're doing all that other. Uh, rigorous activity and then you're also playing football yes. go ahead you know what congratulations you're impressive more than i now the rest of these teams i'm a little less excited about two in particular wyoming and fresno state were pretty picked apart by um transfer portal seniors wyoming does return three of their better players they're not massive statistically dominant players but three defensive players they do return easton gibbs Braden Siders and Devon Harris. Now it is worth noting that they had the best offensive lineman in the conference in Emmanuel Pregnon, who is now headed to USC. Of course, the Trojans get the best offensive lineman from the, one of the G5, these G5 programs. But nonetheless, this is a very defensive heavy team. Another thing that like here with Air Force, I think they're fine. I, I think that since the Josh Allen era, they've just been competitive. I don't see them as one of those programs that's going to be competing for the top, which is not a knock on them. I think a lot of Wyoming fans would be excited to talk about them being competitive and winning eight games again. Yeah. uh, Wyoming has a listen to this stretch here, Joe just pulled it up. Mm. Uh, 
Texas Tech they open with. They not good. They play Texas in week three. Uh, and oh then, no! And then they're dealt App State week four. That's a murderer's row. I mean, uh, oh, App State's winnable for them. It is winnable, I, but I, dude, I if I'm a football program, I'm not scheduling App State for an out of conference game. I'm not. Go somewhere else with your business. I'm not going to be a part of of the Grim Reapers uh, uh, notches on his bedpost. Mm. I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's a, that. I mean, going Texas Tech, Portland State. We love Portland State. You're, uh, Texas and then App State uh, and then New Mexico. Yeah, that's um, that's that's a tough start for Wyoming. But go ahead, make something happen. Get some good film. Make it to the NFL. You know that 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 that's always a plus for the players uh, when they play these games. No matter uh, for the for the casuals. Uh, if you do see them, there there are pros uh, to to getting a chance to play uh, those big teams. Now Fresno State, though, I think is easily the most set up for a drop off this year, and it's just simply because of how many guys they lost. They lost Jay Kaner, who is now a New Orleans Saint. They lost Mims, who was one of the lead backs in terms of rushing out. I think he rushed for like thirteen hundred yards last year, which is very significant. They also lost Evan Williams to Oregon, who was one of their better safeties. They are completely decimated. Now, I'm not saying this is going to be a two-win team next year. Absolutely not. But for them to be in the conference championship, to win 10 games, to return to that is is very unlikely. I, one of their better players, Lavelle Bailey, was one guy that I highlighted. But outside of that, I, I don't have significant optimistic expectations for a, a team like Fresno State. I like Lavelle Bailey. Uh he takes the drills onto the field. I think he is a. Uh, I think he's a very, very good athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fresno State last year had was very confusing. Um, they lost to Oregon State by three. They got blown out by USC. They lost to UConn. Uh, so take that as you will. Uh, <laughs> in, the, in their bowl game, they beat Washington State by twenty three points. Uh, they beat Boise. Ridiculous. It, it, I just they beat UNLV by seven. I, it, it, up and down throughout this whole schedule, you're sitting here looking at what is this team? What were they doing? What did they have? What did they not have? What? Why were they losing the games they were losing and keeping it tight in the games that they were keeping it tight? And it just has to be the seniors. It just had to be the vet, uh, the veterans on the team. Uh, so losing them is going to hurt. It's It will hurt. You're not wrong about that. That is uh, – that's going to be tough. They, they will not be as good this year. They won't. Now the final team that I think has a little bit more of a, a waiting for this capability one. to 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 make a progression here. I'm not going to say anything ridiculous. San Jose State was seven and six last year. They return in my eyes the second best returning quarterback. There's a lot of young guns that are in the wings that could step up at some of these other programs, but uh, Siobhan Cordero is not the biggest, but has some nice tools to be productive. I think he threw for like 23 touchdowns last year. Was a decently productive guy last year at San Jose State. They lost Fihoko, who was one of the better G5 edge rushers, who I believe the Dallas Cowboys selected him. But I think offensively, having Cordero leading this team, um, there's a possibility for them maybe to rise and be in that competition for one of the top teams. I don't think it's a significant likelihood of it, but as this team has turned the page to where they are right now as a program – I, I could possibly see that happening. The other guy I did write write down was uh, Brian Amparum. Uh, you, what is this note you wrote about Adrian Martinez? I was waiting to get to this. I'm surprised you're so high on Cordero, 
because this because just just hang with me. Statistical. Just hang with me. San Jose State comes second in the conference this year because they have Adrian Martinez. 2.0. Oh at my the god, helm. you're such an ass. That's why. You're such an ass. Oh, I'm so excited for it. I Adrian Martinez love this quarterback. Kansas State. Well, okay, wait, do they have Do they have a Walker Howard in the in the wings that's just going to take over and then win them the conference Cordero championship game? Cordero grabs me, Joe. He grabs me. He's because dis- Adrian Martinez. Adrian, Adrian Martinez stunk, and then Walker Howard took over for him, and then they won the conference because he took over. Do we have that here? Cordero is decisive for better or worse. He's going to make a play. He's going to throw the ball up when you want him to throw the ball up. That is what I like. If it gets picked, oh, I uh, gets picked. They're coming I'm out in on second Cordero place. now. You ruined this they're, for they're me. They're coming I'm out in second Cordero. place this year. They'll be in second behind Boise, and they might give Boise a run. So he's got a noodle arm, and he can kind of run, is is what you're telling me here with, with Cordero. Oh, yeah. But he's exciting. I'm in. I'm in. I'm all in. All in on San Jose State. I might get a jersey. I You stink. Why do I you stink? You stink. Why? By the way, just a ran, random note before we wrap. I, I, San Jose State was like the one team that I would always use in NCAA 14. Oh, okay. And then do the rebuild, and then I would get them all the way to the Pac-12, and then I would just win a bunch of national championships. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I do like San Jose State, but you ruined it for me. Why did I ruin it? Just explain to me quickly how I ruined it. Because you had to bring up Adrian Martinez. We were past Adrian Martinez. We're never past we Adrian past Martinez. Never. We were past Adrian Martinez. I'm never Martinez. past him. He stays in my heart. He, him, the Holy Father, uh, they stay in my heart together. Both of them. When I'm walking along through my day, my ups and downs, I know that God and Adrian Martinez are with me. Joe DeLeon, Sanderson Radio. Find God. I have. Thanks, th- th- thanks for He's joining played us. at San Jose State. <laughs> we'll be back with our mailbag <laughs> live show. Be there. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.